Innovation is the outcome of a habit, not a random act. Sukant Raknakar. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Language Bro Podcast, where we talk about all things language related. So if you are looking to improve yourself culturally, academically, financially, or just want to travel, then you've come to the right place. We will discuss down-to-earth topics that relate to your struggles as a learner in your everyday life. So let's start your language journey with your favorite language bro. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming to episode five of The Language Bro. Today we're going to talk about can you learn a language on an app? But first, I want to give you guys an offer. Right now I'm offering a seven-day free trial of Pimsleur. Pimsleur is a language learning app that uses audio recordings to have conversations in your target language. You can learn anything from English all the way to maybe Japanese and beyond. If you're interested, check out the links in the description. So with that, let's get on with today's topic. Okay, guys, so this was something that I wanted to talk about for a while because there was some debate in the polyglot community uh, or the language community, and I felt like it needed to be addressed. So the biggest topic is, can you learn a language through an app? Now, I think you can. To be honest, I think that the technology is there, um, and there's a lot of innovative ways you can learn. You know, there are some people who like video games, you know, gamified type things, or maybe straightforward things like flashcards or, you know, um, different repetitive tools. I think there's a lot of different apps out there that can truly immerse yourself in the language. You know, it was said back in the day that the only way to really learn a language was to A, move to that country, B, date someone from that country, and I don't think there was really a C. So I think those are really only two options on learning a language. Uh, but now, you know, coming up with all the technology that we have, you can do so many different things. Now, I am going to do some reviews on YouTube and stuff like that that give you a more bird's eye view of what apps I use and what I think is effective. Because uh, I've had a lot of people actually come up to me and say, hey, how do you learn languages so fast? Like you're learning them really well. Um, so I'll address that in future episodes. But today my focus is is how effective can apps be for language learning? And to be honest, it really depends on the person because I've looked at several apps, done my own reviews, checked them out, and there's not one app that I've seen today that's a one-size-fits-all. I really feel like you have to kind of supplement one app with another. Um, you know, there are several ways to learn a language, uh, but I feel now with, you know, everything in technology and people's busy schedules. Uh, it's very hard to sit down and take 20, 30 minutes and write things and look things up and do different things. So I think these apps are kind of there to kind of supplement the lost time that we could have used in studying and use them in kind of a more gamified app or whatever it may be. Uh, so yeah, let's kind of talk about that for a minute. So, you know, I, there are different types of apps. Some of them, you know, are very straightforward, you know, they'll teach you certain words or teach you how to make phrases or teach you how to write or even how to really like listen. You know, there's so many different options and I, I have found them to be very effective. You know, uh, my first language that I learned through an app was Chinese. Uh, and actually it's my most spoken language and I've gotten compliments that I speak very well. Uh, yes, yes, of course I've supplemented my learning with tutoring. So I always feel that's always a very good option. But, you know, to have a tutor, I think you have to have a very good base of the language. You know, I would say probably about two, three hundred words, I think is pretty ideal before contacting a tutor because sometimes 
you know, having a conversation is tougher than it looks. And most tutors I've encountered are brick and mortar, which means they will not speak English for you. They want you to speak in their target language. And that, for some people, is very, very difficult. So you really kind of have to have a decent base before doing a tutor. Uh, yes, you know, there are some tutors who actually allow for zero-based learning, which means you have no idea what you're saying, you have no idea about the language, and it will teach you. But, you know, their rates might be much higher. So you might want to have a good uh, base of the language before contacting tutors because you might get a lower rate. And it won't be as frustrating for you and the teacher because, again, even tutors cannot be a one-size-fits-all kind of person. So, going back to apps, you know, I've encountered a few apps that I felt have been very effective. You know, they can be like flashcards, a lot of different repetition apps, you know, um, conversational apps. You know, I, I feel like to me, when I'm looking for an app to learn a language, you know, it has to give me some basic conversation starters. You know, like, hello, how are you? My name is, and so on and so forth. I feel like this is very important because uh, I've seen some apps that just teach you vocabulary. And sometimes that might not be suitable for people who don't know how to actually study to learn a language. And I think that's kind of like the biggest flaw for some of these apps. And some of these apps are very well known. You know, I don't like some big box named apps because, you know, sometimes they're not as glorified as they seem to be. Uh, and that depends on the person. You know, for me, I'm the type of person that, you know, I would like to get really deep into conversation, really start learning actually how to use the language effectively and quickly. Um, and some people just like to learn vocabulary. Um, so I'm going to kind of go over these types of apps and what I think is the best way to use these apps. So let's start off with the first one. Uh, my first favorite type of app is like a flashcard app. You know, uh, they give you some vocabulary like, hello, how are you? And just the basic conversations. And then they go into more vocabulary, like, you know, how to describe colors, numbers, how to describe things, objects, restaurants, etc. So it's a really nice way to build vocabulary. Um, and a lot of these flashcard apps, they give out repetition uh, tests. So meaning, you know, you have to answer the questions as fast as you can and being able to actually answer them effectively. It's almost like a game, again, uh, you know, if you mess up too many times and you have to start over. And I think it's very effective because it kind of goes into your long-term memory the more you use them. Uh, but for some people, it's very hard because they can't connect the dots when it comes to taking the words and putting them in a conversation. And sometimes that leads to getting really frustrated with our learning experience. Uh, so for me, I've taken, you know, the flashcard apps and I've supplemented them with apps that may be more intuitive. You know, I've seen apps to where like you can learn basic conversations and they have different subjects. You know, you can learn like introductions, feelings, restaurants, travel, etc. And those apps are really nice. Uh, sometimes they have more of a software issue rather than an educational issue. Um, so sometimes they might not always be suitable for some people because, again, when we're learning languages, we're not sure how to put certain words or phrases into action. So we don't actually have that full-on experience. But I think these apps are very good for getting the basics going, how to actually use it and put it into actual practice. You know, I think that is something that many people like. And I find it very effective because I'm the type of person that wants to start having conversations. I want to start gaining experience with the language. So I always suggest this type of app. Uh, but recently, another app that I've really been focusing on is language exchange apps. Now, these apps are very intuitive. They really allow you to take whatever you've learned from these previous apps and put them in action. So let's say, for instance, you're learning Arabic. And you type in, okay, I'm an English speaker and I'm learning Arabic. So then, you know, the app will load up and you can meet different people online to have a conversation. 
And it's not just text messaging. It can also be phone calls, voice notes, uh, pictures, doodles, you know, et cetera. These apps are very, very intuitive. Uh, but again, it comes down to a software issue. So sometimes many people have trouble with it, especially if you're in like a, a country that does have poor internet, it becomes very, very difficult for people to use the app effectively. But I've seen myself and other people use these apps and I've seen them go up in levels uh, when it comes to their language. And I think it's really cool. You know, for me, I, I use it every day because I think it's part of a routine to use our languages. So, you know, I go on the app, learn some new vocabulary, learn some new phrases. Then I put them into practice in the groups I'm in or with random people on the app. And it really, really makes it for a better experience. And it kind of takes away the whole idea that you have to immerse yourself in language. I think with these types of apps, you're actually immersing yourself without actually having to go to those countries, which is good because, you know, obviously we can't with COVID. So I think this is the best way to supplement it. And it's also just kind of going in that direction with online education. You know, you kind of can't always go somewhere. So this is the best way to supplement it. But another app I did want to bring up that I thought was really, really important is like audio uh, lessons. And this is something kind of like Pimsleur, which I actually offered in the beginning of the episode. And the idea of these types of apps is to have you practice your listening skills and being able to repeat. So they'll tell you phrases like, excuse me, do you speak English? Or excuse me, I'm lost. Can you show me where I need to go? And, you know, you hear them in your ear in that language and you start to develop the listening skills, which I think is good because, you know, in most public schools, when you're learning a language, you know, all you learn how to do is read and write. You don't know how to speak or listen. So I think this is kind of making everything full circle with our language learning. And I find that to be very effective because, you know, you're learning how to actually have a conversation or as close to a natural conversation as possible. You know, most apps that you find, they're going to teach you the formal language, not per se the slang, which I think is also kind of hard because it makes it very difficult to actually have a conversation with people, especially with people who don't speak the language properly. You know, I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone speak the language properly, properly, uh, you know, especially in Arabic. You know, I'm learning Fusa myself uh, and not everyone speaks Fusa. You know, they learn a dialect, you know, like, you know, Algerian or Saudi or whatever. Um, and that comes with all languages. You know, you can't just expect someone to know the language perfectly. Uh, so you have to kind of learn the slang to kind of supplement that. Uh, I haven't found that app yet, but maybe in the future, I'll let you guys know. But I think these types of apps are super effective. So I would take that into consideration, you know, do the flashcards, which I think is good for repetition, you know, intuitive classes, you know, having to be able to actually learn basic phrases, how to do them in different sections, which I think is powerful. And then again, audio lessons, which I think are also very good. And, you know, most of these apps are pretty cheap. You know, you can learn a lot for free. And then if you want to like take them to the next level, then you can obviously pay for more and you can do more intuitive uh, lessons. You know, they actually unlock more features, which, you know, I think they're good in some cases, but also it's not necessary. You know, you can learn so many great things just by using the free version. You know, I've actually learned way more stuff in the free sections than I have with the actual paid memberships. So you may want to take that in consideration. Um, but uh, I think the best way to supplement these is the language exchange app. The language exchange app kind of ties in your lessons together. And, you know, you can break these down. You know, you can say, okay, I'm going to learn for an hour a day. Okay, so you can do like flashcards for 15 minutes. And then you can do like the intuitive classes for 15 minutes. And then maybe do the audio lessons for 15 minutes. 
And then the rest of the time, you know, last 30 minutes, you can go on the language exchange app and just kind of make some conversation and really gain the experience with the language. That's the most important thing we can do is gain experience. Because when we gain experience, we allow ourselves for more effective learning and, you know, we'll never forget the language. So I would highly suggest taking a look at these types of apps and seeing what works for you. Again, you may have to supplement them with other apps, but there are a ton of apps you can learn languages from. There's a very wide selection. And, you know, eventually I'm going to be your number one authority for what apps are good and what apps are not. And it'll kind of give you a more clear idea of what to do with them. Uh, in the next episode, I'm going to actually talk about lesson plans and how to make an effective lesson plan. Kind of give you guys an idea of how I learn languages and how you can build your own lesson plans to make it more suitable for your lifestyle and your learning style. So guys, I wanted to thank you so much for coming today. You guys have always been really supportive of me. I wanted to give you guys a big shout out. You know, I've reached a little over 30 followers on YouTube and well over 30 plus downloads on my podcast. So I thank you so much for everything you guys are doing for me. It truly means a lot. And you know, the more you support me, the more I'm going to give out more resources because I do believe you can learn a lot of things for very little money and learn them effectively. So guys, thank you so much for your support. And stay tuned to my next episode, which will be a review about the app called Busu. But before I go, I want to let you know about another amazing website called italki. Italki.com is an online tutoring app or website that you can actually go online and find yourself a tutor in your target language. So if you're looking to find an English tutor or if you're looking to learn a new language, this website's for you. I do have my links down below, so check them out at italki.com. And we'll see you next time. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Language Bro Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Language Bro Podcast.